starting. Hello <laughs> and welcome to episode four. 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 Oh, we're no longer a toddler. <laughs> this is no baby. Now we get to make bad choices. We're in the... Never mind. Okay. <laughs> About bad choices? No, I was going to say... I was... I guess being a parent, we always call the fours the fuck you fours. Because mm. that's whenever they find their attitude. And Well, I'm a parent to dogs, and my four-year-old dog's got an attitude. He ran off the other day. No. We had to go down three or four streets. Almost saw him get hit twice. <gasps> This asshole. But then he knew he was in trouble when he got home. Because then he was like laying on us and being all sweet. And I'm like, you were human in a past life. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. (laughs) Well, it was funny because we got to a dead end, like uh, kind of by where your mom lives. Oh, Uh, yeah. Like before you get to Westbury, Uh that little street. Mm -hmm. And so he went down there and it was about two streets in. And then you got stuck behind this like Winnebago. And then he was just like... (sighs) Guess what, guys? Y'all win. Y'all win Dang. this round. Constant I was like, robbers. man, you're lucky that truck didn't hit you because you'd have lost big time. Like, Seriously. I was so mad. I was already like, if this dog dies, I'm going to... I love him right now, but I'll be mad at him. Yeah. <laughs> I'll oh, hold a grudge to thing. the dog. But he's alive. He's well. He got his hair groomed. He's, he is pretty handsome. Yeah. He's pretty handsome. Yeah. Makes him look 20 years younger. So. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> um, okay, so welcome to Gulf Coast Ghost Gab and Spirits. This is Jamie. And Michelle. And today, um, today we're going to be talking about, because I just got back literally today, from Yorktown Memorial Hospital. Our, um, we were there for about 12 hours. We didn't stay, I guess we technically were there overnight, but um, I guess it kind of felt a little bit rushed. But this hospital by the way is located in yorktown yes texas we got there early yesterday because i was like man let's go see what this little bitty town's all about and literally there's a dairy queen and there's a couple of little other little bitty places and then i was like all right well not much to see here so let's go to the cemetery uh and the cemetery is gorgeous it's beautiful but i did find that there was there was both brand new like from December um, graves and they there was dirt that was like mounded on top like um, it's a very small it's a very very small graveyard Um, and then we started walking through it and as we started to get towards the back of the grave Y'all can stop now. Otis. You got him? He acts like he knows things. He knows nothing. Oh, puppies. Um, I don't think anybody in this room knew we were recording. That's okay. I just, we're real people. Um, with real <laughs> lives and real dogs. So. But we got to be protected. So, you know. Right. Hmm. Um, security guard. Good puppies. Um, but the further we got into this graveyard, the cemetery, I don't want to call it a graveyard, the cemetery, the older the gravestones got, and we found a lot of them were unmarked. Like they didn't even have headstones. They literally were just little squares and a lot of them were very small. So we knew that they were children. 
Um, it was very sad. The headstones were broken. Some of them were sunk so far into the ground, only half of them were um, were visible. And then, and I took a bunch of pictures. I'll put them on um, Instagram for you guys. But it's all country out there, so it's not yes. like a city cemetery or anything. It's just like fields, cemetery, fields, Literally. dirt road. <laughs> and then haunted hospital. And yeah, then Dairy Queen. Old, yep, absolutely. <laughs> Yorktown. Um, so just a quick housekeeping. Um, we are going next weekend. Yes, next, next weekend yes. to Grapeland, Texas to go do a little ghost hunt at Michelle's mother-in-law's uh, old uh, restaurant. Old restaurant, yes. We're, so we're excited about that. Super um, excited. There's supposedly Mr. Darcy is the ghost that haunts there. Mr. Darcy. So we'll see if he's there, and hopefully he's a nice dude. I hope. He's, I mean, with a name he's like got Darcy. A cool name. Well, the only Darcy I think of is, like, Married with Children. Married with Children. And then oh, I don't know. Darcy was the neighbor. Oh. I think. I think that was her name. But then there's <laughs> Darcy Carsey, which is that... Uh, production company with a lot of the shows from the 80s and 90s. Uh, Reeling my nerd back a little bit. <laughs> Just saying. Um, um, follow us on Instagram. Those pictures of the cemetery that I'm going to post and pictures of my Yorktown um, stuff is going to go on uh, Instagram. That is Gulf Coast Ghost. Let me restart because there's an S at the end of ghost. Gulf Coast Ghosts G underscore S. That is our Instagram. And then we're also on Facebook, and that is just the regular old Gulf Coast Ghosts, Gab, and Spirits slash GCGGS. Not slash, but dash. There we go. Anyway, um, so come on over and follow us. And then let's begin episode number four. Yorktown... Wait, no. We got to start with my beer, girl. We got to oh, start with my beer. Slow down. Dang, Jamie. Dang. Okay, so you guys. Tonight I'm drinking something super fun. This is uh, by Martin House. This is called Outer Stellar. Uh, this is one of the brand new beers that I just got into the store. And there we go. It's super fun. It's a sour. This one is the Black Current Sour. And I love a good sour. Um, I will drink anything. Sour is my fave. Um, anyway, we're going to pour it into this little cup. It's actually a big, huge cup. Oh, it's like it's telling a dude, secret because you can't hear it. You really can't. I'm getting it It's close. the color of big red. Or blood. Ooh. I mean, if you want to be dark about it, but... You know, yeah, that's just like, how I am. It's like big red. Um, with no ice. But man, the foam is pink, that. like your hair. Smell it. It smells like... Mm. <laughs> it smells like fizzy grape juice, like... Like mm. the juice that you used to get when you would go to communion. Oh, when you yeah. were visiting your friend's church. So yeah. you had to, like, play along. I never did play that game. Oh, I did. No. I didn't even play well, that game. Well, it was my like roulette. You never knew who was giving you wine, who was giving you grape juice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Let's um, see. Let's see who we're visiting again. So just a little. Um, so this is the black currant sour. This is from Martin House, which is housed housed out of Fur- Furtworth. Furtworth. <laughs> I was just reading that on the, it totally says Fort Worth. No, I'm just kidding. It does not. It actually says Fort Worth. Fort Worth, Texas. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. They make um, such good beer in Fort Worth. Fort Worth. Fort Worth. The king of beers making. Brewed and canned by Martine House. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. So this comes from, okay, so a little backstory on Martin House. If you're unfamiliar, if you're like not from Texas and you're like, man, I want some good Texas beer. This is a good one um, because it comes from its founders. And this is straight from the website, um, uh, martinhouse.com, I believe. Um, but it comes from its founders and a symbol synonymous with the company's values. Um, the purple Martin is a Texas bird who nests in shared houses. Uh, the Texans love watching the Purple Martin catch its food mid-flight. They started making a beer in the garage of the founder and they made this beer with the idea that just like the folks who make and enjoy the Martin House beer, the Purple Martin enjoys fellowship and good times. So, cheers, huh. everyone. That's funny, because I was just talking about fellowship and trying the communion. Oh. Uh, it's all full <gasps> circle. Full circle, bros. And like those. literally the fizz on this is the same color as Jamie's hair right now. Holy crap, that's so sour. It's so do you want to try it? Yeah, because I want to talk like a bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so my color, the hair, my hair, oh my gosh. It's Holy like, smoking ah! <laughs> And I just brush my teeth, so I feel like the flavor is just real off right now. Oh Lord. What Super it, sour? Yeah, it's yeah. like if you milk the teats of a Sour Patch Kid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Holy. Yeah. Mm. Like, when you think of, if you think of a lemon in your face puckers, yep. this, yeah, that's it. That's exactly what this beer is. And it's really good. So I have the red currant one. That one is called the Interstellar. It makes you wiggle. Oh. Like, it does make you wiggle oh, like a you, little bit. You, you, mm-hmm. just, you feel it. It gives you vibes. <laughs> Um, I had the red currant one, which is, it's a little bit lighter in color. Um, that one was really sour, but this one has. That one's more sour than this one? Um, I feel like the sourness is pretty, this one, I don't feel like, this one is not as sour as Interstellar. Ah, to connect it to what we're doing right now, it's like an outer body experience. It's called Outer Stellar. I mean, Outer Stellar. Because Yorktown was out of this mother freaking world, I'm gonna just say. Well, it is really weird. It's like you, it's like you're going up on a movie set, honestly. Because really, actually, 100% is. Yeah. Because yes. you're not expecting that. Like you just drive through this. I mean, okay. So I've been here a couple of times, uh, like years ago, to this place, and the first time we went, I went with my best friend and my dad and his girlfriend and. We all went out there. Well, so we kind of, it was kind of like a, a, like a a long, well, I guess I've been there three times then. Because the first time we went, um, me and Marta went, and uh, we got really drunk. Oh my. (laughs) How I should admit this, I don't know. But, okay, we stayed up all night because we stayed over 
we went to Goliad, and then we went to, uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember, like I'm old now, so, this, I mean, this was so long ago. We went to Goliad, and we stayed there, and then we went to uh, Yorktown, and in Yorktown, we walked to the Exxon, which is probably across from the Dairy Queen. Yeah. And Caddy we, corner yeah, from the we got us some tall boys and we stayed at the hotel across from Yorktown Hospital. And we just, instead of sleeping like smart individuals, we drank a lot of beer and then decided it was a good time to go ghost hunting. Which, I don't know, maybe that made me more susceptible to seeing things and feeling things. I don't know. Because I wasn't like tense. Yeah. But then, of yeah. course, they, they tell you don't go in there drinking and all that stuff because you don't uh-huh. want to fall downstairs. It's dark and all of that. So we stopped drinking. I mean, we stopped drinking. We, we were sobering up while we were, <laughs> we were touring the first time. Yeah. And um, I think the first time was good because it was, like, educational as far as, you know, learning about the history of the hospital and all the different things because it was a different person that was running the place when I went. Mm-hmm. The second time I went... Um, I know we stayed, uh, we stopped at, in, uh, Goliad, stayed at the La Bahia in the, uh, general's quarters. So we stayed actually at the fort and the fort is supposedly haunted as well. Um, we heard, we got, uh, EVPs of like hoof, like running horses. And then it was, there was a old cemetery, um, out by the memorial where the 300 men were massacred. And uh, the wind would blow funny, and it would always feel weird in certain places. But um, then we went to Yorktown that time and uh, did a ghost hunt there. And that's when I got the Spanish uh, nun uh, EVP, which was lost in a crypt in New Orleans. Yes. It's sad. Sad. It's more sad that I lost that EVP than even (laughs) of losing the EVP recorder, because that was, like, the cool thing. And then I went for my birthday, my 33rd birthday, me and about uh, maybe, I think, six or seven of my friends, we got together and we did the ghost hunt at Yorktown, and so we had some experiences actually when we went that time. And then we drove to San Antonio, party like it was 1999, right. and then came home. So I mean, I've been there a few times, and uh, so I was really glad that you got to have that experience. Now this is, um, God, that thing was so sour; it's making me sound funny. Um, this is the same place that a few years back the Ghost Adventurers yes. went to. Did y'all see the signature on the wall? Yes, we saw yeah. it, and I took a picture of it. And that is also something that I'll put on the um, on the Instagram and the so, Facebook. Yeah, so if you want to see more of the hospital, um, you can watch that episode. I can't remember which one it is. But um, there was the donkey that was funny. But... Uh, they went, oh, so I went before they were there, and then I went after they had gone. So I'd been in, been there two different times, but yeah. a part or two. But, uh, I don't know, it's a really neat place. Um, it's got a lot of history, and a lot of the people around there are very protective of the location, too. Yeah. Um, there was, uh, when I went one time, there were some neighbors that had come out and were like, you know, please don't disrespect this building. It's been in the state, you know, it's been here for a really long time. You know, they not not everybody is very 
like, yay, people are coming to ghost hunt. So, you know, if, if for some reason you do decide that you want to do that, you know, they have, they're on Facebook. Yeah. Um, I know that you can contact and, and see about getting a group to go, but, uh, you know, go with respect. Yes. And that, which is very, very, very important. And you should do that with every place that you go to. Yeah. Um, Cause if you walk in there with with the intent of I'm just gonna rile y'all up, they're gonna rile you right back up, and then you're you're just you know mm-hmm. like just don't do that to yourself. Just go in, be respectful, do what you got to do, get the hell out, and make a podcast like we're doing. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, if you're skeptical and it's something that you're interested in doing, and you know you you've not done something like that before, just go in with an open mind mm-hmm. because. Nine times out of ten, that's when you're going to get an experience is when you're not trying to, right. you know. It's like dating, you know. You're <laughs> When you're not trying to find a man or a lady, and then, like, you stop looking, and then, bam, they show up. You're love, like, where have love you Love falls in your lap, <laughs> and you're like, hope floats. It does. As do spirits. Um, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, so, I'm going to give you guys some history of the Yorktown Hospital, um... It is one of the most haunted places in Texas. It was connecting the then Texas Gulf Coast seaport, Indianola, with New Braunfels. So it is kind of, not kind of, but it, I mean, it's three hours away from the coast. So I still consider it the Gulf Coast. Um, And it became known as the, and that, that connection became known as the old Indianola Trail. That's very hard for me to say. Um, This Um, is an easy way to describe where it is, if you're going south, like towards Victoria, it's on the way. Mm-hmm. So you'd hit Goliad, and then it's about I think an hour and a half from Goliad. Yeah, Jamie's drinking her drink. Oh my gosh, and it's so sad. It's like drinking liquid warheads. Like literally, that's, that's what I'm what saying. It is. It's like sucking from the teat of a Sour Patch Kid. My with, tongue. Mm-hmm. You know how people would have like they eat too much sour stuff and then Mm -hmm. the top layer of their tongue peels off that's what's gonna happen tomorrow morning y'all is that gross sorry funny or gross no it's funny i i just because i've tried this thing now (laughs) i see see why they have four and not six right can you imagine drinking six of those uh dude that's like a challenge that's the beer shits would be bad well not only that your face would just like you would have crow's feet around your mouth because you'd be like (laughs) sucking in your cheeks the whole time um this hospital was founded by the felician sisters that were part of the roman catholic church in 1950 it was built in 1951 it closed its doors in 1986 when it became a drug and alcohol rehab facility it was totally decommissioned in 1992 uh, the Felician sisters were women who worked alongside the Roman Catholic Church from 1855, the year they were founded. These women were inspired by the lives of St. Francis of Assisi, St. Clare, St. Felix of Cantalic, Cantalic and Blessed, Ma- Blessed Mary Angela. So um, I'm going to put a pin on that because uh, Ashley... My friend, Ashley Vaughn, she, we were kind of looking around at who these sisters were. Like, she was trying to find some kind of something in there about who these sisters were. And she she found Blessed Mary Angela. Um, so, it's nice to know that Blessed Mary was one of their 
their inspirations. Um, and these, these sisters, the Felician sisters, help those in need through dutiful service and care. This hospital was built during the Korean War because there weren't many hospitals around. The closest one was in San Antonio, which was really far. I guess not too terribly far, but mm-hmm. when you but need a hospital, when you need right a hospital then, yeah, that's t- and that's there's no far. like choppers, right? <laughs> um, get in the chopper. No, I can't do it. That's not good. Sorry. <laughs> um, money to have the have the hospital built came from fundraisers, donations, and grants from companies such as the Ford Motor Company. Uh, this hospital lost close to 500 patients in a six-year span. So. Um, I read that it was between 2,000 and 5,000 people that died at this hospital. Um, and then, of course, like we said earlier, the Ghost Adventures did a show here. We found where they were, where their names were written on the wall, blah, 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 post pictures, blah, 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 blah. Um, so that is, and of course, you guys are, I mean, Google it. You might find something different than what I found. Um, but, or to, you know, add on to whatever I found. But this place was freaking it was it was bonker city y'all like we pulled up and um it literally is like walking onto a movie scene like a horror movie scene scene set set yes thank you and um we didn't get a tour from the folks um, but whatever, we gave our own selves a tour. And and sometimes, you know what, that's a good thing. Right. Because yeah. if you're given a tour and you're given a lot of stories, then they're kind of planted in your head. So you're expecting to see something of that nature because it's been shown told to you. So let me, to add on to that, I purposely did not do any research on this place because mm-hmm. I didn't want those stories to be set in my mind all week. And then I get there and I'm like... <laughs> Where's TJ? You know, mm-hmm. like I know. So I purposely didn't do any kind of history until the night, until last night, whenever we were sitting at Dairy Queen, having our ice cream. And I was like, you know what? Okay, it's time. And so I started kind of getting really excited. But then I also got very nervous because I started think I was looking at pictures and I was like, y'all, this is what we're going to be walking in. And... I've never been in a setting like that. I've mm-hmm. always been in a haunted house. Um, and this was a totally different animal than what I was used to. Um, so, I we all walked in. I was so freaking nervous. And whenever you walk in, straight ahead is the chapel. If you walk through the lobby, you have your doctor's offices on either side. Um... There's all these different offices. We found what was probably the pharmacy. It looked like it would have been the pharmacy. Um, now, the the layout of this place is, if you think about it, it's kind of like a cross. It's exactly like a cross. Because you walk in, you go up the steps, and they're very narrow steps mm-hmm. in the front of the building. And then you open the two doors. Well, one door's usually chained, so it's mm-hmm. usually you're walking through one. But you can see that there's two doors there. And they're the old doors, not Very not old. like the glass, like, you know, doors you'd walk through now. But you walk in, and it's it's basically a parlor. 
Um, we had, when I went for my birthday, we had a ghost experience right there in the lobby where I had my ghost box open mm-hmm. and my ghost box is where I keep all of my supplies. It's not like I'm Peter Vinkman and I have a ghost box. It's like, <laughs> I have a box of my ghost hunting equipment. So it was wide, it was open and it's a heavy box. So it's not like something the wind can blow and just shut it. Yeah. It's like you have to push the box shut and it, it shut itself. And we were all standing in the lobby at that point. So it was really crazy. But then, like she said, you know, you walk down the hallway and there's all these different offices. But then straight ahead is the chapel. And they've done a lot of uh, cleaning up and, and making it look a lot nicer than it did whenever I went the last times that I went. Because uh, when I went, the person that ran it, he was kind of a hoarder or the person that owned it was a hoarder. It was told to us that he was a hoarder because there was so much stuff in there. Like you had to kind of navigate, but they've been doing a lot of work and cleaning a lot of that stuff out. So, um, you know, each experience has always been different, but when you go, like when you walk in and you're almost to the chapel, there's a hallway. You can go left or you can go right. And it's just straight hallway, straight down. And then there's a small set of stairs that's just kind of offset to that. And then you go upstairs and it's like the same thing. And there's a nun's uh, library, and uh, it, which is a beautiful room. And then they have all these patient rooms down the hallway. And some of them still have bed frames and stuff in there. Yes. Things that they've kept or that they've collected to kind of make them look like rooms. Yeah. And um, I took this morning whenever it was still, whenever it was light outside, that's whenever I started taking all the good creepy pictures. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be posting those as well. So... Um, so we walked around for quite a bit. There was 10 of us. We, I, there was a pretty big group. Um, but, um, it was a really good, we had good experiences all around. Um, so we were giving ourselves this tour. Nothing's really happening. There was a couple of tours right before we got there. So I feel like spirits were probably like kind of tired and ready for, their bedtime and then we had to come in and be like okay let's do it again so it was pretty quiet for a long time and then the biggest thing that happened and this was pretty shortly after we got there um there's a story of a young man back when the, the hospital was a drug and rehab center this young man was brought by his friends and dropped off and They were ringing the doorbell, but either the nun didn't hear it, she was asleep, or there just wasn't anybody available, but he ended up passing away from a drug overdose on this stoop. Um, And so I I took this really cool picture of where the stoop is and what it looks like right now, and it's literally just, it's an open door to the outside, but it's just blocked off by this gate. And... Um, so I'm standing there with my voice recorder and I'm, and it's just me and Ashley at this point. Um, Melissa was a couple of doors down, but she was, she was pretty close. (laughs) The dogs are eating. They're hungry. Um, (laughs) she's always hungry. Uh, and I'm standing there and I felt like I had to be there at that moment. I felt like I couldn't move. And Ashley on the EVP, she was saying, Jamie, come here. And I... I sounded so mean. I didn't realize until I sounded so mean until afterward. But I was like, no, 
I'm not going over there. No. And it sounded like somebody was running up, like full speed running at me. And then I heard a hiss and it was so loud. It scared me so bad. Um, because I can still hear it in my brain, what it sounded like. And mm-hmm. it, it was so scary. I'm getting chills even thinking about it because I was like, somebody's on the property. They're just trying to scare us because mm-hmm. clearly you can see there's flashlights. There's people here. Yeah. And it's a common thing for people to go ghost hunting yes. there. So, of course, uh, yeah. anybody could just show up and be. Remind me of that because of what happened later on. That scared the crap out of me. But, um... So this thing rushed at me and then hissed. And I probably should have just stood my ground and stayed and gotten more communication. But I was way too scared because that had never happened to me before. I'd never heard something like that. It it really did sound like someone was just on the other side of the wall. And they just... I, I can't... It was like... I can't even do it now. Mm-hmm. I can't, you know, I, it was, it was just like that, mm-hmm. but very loud. And it was so loud that Ashley in the room, just right next to us, it was the emergency room that was right next to us. She was like, what the fuck was that? And we both ran because I was mm-hmm. like, I don't, I, that was a person. And I don't want that person to come in here. Cause what if they're armed? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know these crazy people around here. They've got all this time and all this land around them. You know, whatever. Yeah. So I was scared because I was thinking it was somebody there. So we went into another room that was pretty close to um, this stoop where his name is TJ. Um, His name is TJ that died there. But we went to a room that was close to where TJ had passed away. And I said, Ashley, lean over and see if you can see if there's even room for somebody to run like that, Mm -hmm. because it's kind of, it's fenced in this, um, the back part of the hospital is fenced in. And so you would have to climb this big, tall fence. Mm -hmm. And I feel like us being inside this hospital with all these broken windows, we would hear someone climbing a chain link fence. Mm -hmm. It's pretty loud. It's not quiet. And nobody heard anything of the sort. And there was also no room Mm -hmm. for somebody to be running like that. Um, As I stood there with this EVP, as like right before this was going to happen, I was hearing rustling in the leaves outside. And I was thinking that awfully sounds like footsteps. And that's whenever I started to get scared that somebody was, that somebody was coming and I was about to see a human being Mm -hmm. come around the corner, which would have scared me more. And, um, I didn't see anybody and then that happened and then they started, you know, well, I didn't see anybody and then they started running and then the hiss happened and I was terrified. Um, I've not really been that scared of anything except for this one time at, um, what was it called? The house Hill house manor, but that's Mm. for, that's for a different time. That's a different story. Um, it was Archie. <laughs> She's this <Girl>. thirsty. <laughs> um, that was the biggest thing that happened to us. Uh, there were some other things. There was we were sitting in the chapel. Well, we were going into the chapel, and I was like, "Man, this is like really creepy because it's literally just this very small chapel, um, like a 
like an old school hospital chapel is yes. exactly what it is. Exactly it's got what a it pulpit is. and it's got these jaggedy windows with the screens kind of falling off of yep. them. In the old pews. Yep, those old pews, and we were all kind of scared to sit on them. And see, I always think of that now because that's above is in the the top part is where uh, Zach Bagan was all like, touch me, bro, like with oh. the whole taking his shirt off and stuff. Oh. And it's not because he took his shirt off, I remember. It was just like, I thought that was funny because, you know, yeah, he was being so aggressive. <laughs> yes. And, um, and that's where the respect thing comes. Yeah. So just be respectful. Um, I feel like you have more of an opportunity when you're respectful to catch things than if you're being outlandish. Yes. Um, because then your adrenaline's going so hard, too, that you don't know if that's you just being real crunk or if that's, like, something actually coming for right. you. And if you're being that crunk, you're going to miss something. Mm-hmm. So, you know, tone it down a little bit. Um so we go we go into the chapel and I'm like, ooh, I want to go stand up on the pulpit. So mm-hmm. I get up there in this little bitty thing, this pulpit, and of course there's wind. Just it's pretty windy outside to begin with, so we're getting all kinds of wind inside, and the doors to the chambers had been closed on either side, so they were closed. Well, as I stood up on that pulpit, there was a big breeze that pushed through. And that breeze kind of scared me. But then as I'm turning around to see, you know, exactly what window this breeze is coming toward, coming from, the door right behind the pulpit swung open. And then it just creaked shut. And it didn't shut all the way. But because the wind was... And honestly, I was blaming it on the wind. It could have very well been paranormal, but I'm going to blame it on the wind because it was Mm -hmm. so windy. Um, it didn't shut all the way and it kind of like swayed. Like somebody was kind of like, I don't know if I want to mess with her. She's a little bit crazy with pink hair. Mm -hmm. So that terrified me. I was like, I was pushed up against the front of the pulpit and is that what's called the thing that were the priest stands? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and I just, I, and the girl, the rest of the group was sitting in the pews and they were watching me and they were like, Jamie, are you Okay. And I was so scared I couldn't even speak. Mm-hmm. And um, finally, I I was trying to come down off of that, but I, f- I actually did feel like somebody was in that room because it was so dark. I couldn't see anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like somebody was in that room, and I felt like it was a man, and I felt like he was really upset that first a woman was up there mm-hmm. because you didn't have that many women as priests or pastors or whatever back mm-hmm. then. Um, and that was his spot. You're like, mm-hmm. hello, lady, come down. Um, so I felt real scared. And so I was like, Ashley, get up here and get me down. So mm-hmm. she came over there. And once she came over there, it kind of released and I was able to come down. But I did not get back up there. I was really scared of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we were sitting in the pews. And we were just kind of sitting and we were listening to the the hospital itself we were just listening and all of a sudden this lot and we were i mean we were talking too, like asking questions we were doing evp sessions and um all of a sudden this light came and we thought somebody was in the room and not behind the pulpit but on the other side where the organ is um we thought somebody was in there we're Mm -hmm. like hello is everybody out here accounted for 
there was just this really bright light. And they said, well, there's a parking lot across the street, so let me go see over there. There was no cars over there. There was Mm -hmm. no lights that could have done that. Um, It was bizarre Mm -hmm. that this thing put off so much light because we all were like, oh, that's just a flashlight. That's just somebody in there. There's nowhere for them to go. Mm -hmm. It's just a room with a couple of closets in there, and that's it. Mm -hmm. Um, That was creepy. That was really creepy to see that. Um, And then... And then Jamie got really tired at 1230. (laughs) 1230, Jamie got really tired. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go lay down for an hour. I'll wake back up and then I'll go back in the hospital. But I slept until about seven o'clock. Oh, no. Girl, I missed everything. But everybody came in at like three. So they weren't too far behind me. But I was like pressing them for information. What did y'all, what happened last night? Why did, first I was like, why didn't any of y'all bitch asses come wake me up? <laughs> Hello. But, I mean, I, honestly, would I have waken somebody up if they were tired? No. Um, so, I was asking everybody what happened. Would you see? Would you see? And Melissa and Ashley both said that they were downstairs. It was Melissa, Ashley. Um, it was a gentleman named Steven. And I want to say, oh, good grief. I forgot her name. But it's Melissa's friend. Um, I can see her face. I'm so sorry, Melissa's friend. Um, she, they, they were all down there and, oh, I do have one, I have one more story. Um, they were down there and they were just listening and asking questions. I think just doing EVP sessions down there. And this was the basement where there was a love triangle. So the love triangle goes, um, a woman was, had a boyfriend, but she was seeing, and I want to say these were doctors. Mm-hmm. That was happening, or, or I could be really wrong. Um, anyway, one of the guys found out and went down there and killed the other guy, slit his throat. And apparently, there are blood stains still down there. Nobody cleaned them up, but they got them tested. Like, you would get them tested, but not clean them up. I don't know, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, see, because I heard that it was uh, people in the rehab. Oh, it could have, I mean, yeah, it could have very well been that. Um, and so the guy killed the other guy. Um, and anyway, so they're asking questions and then they said that they started seeing, um, dark shadow people like kind of walking around, going back and forth. And, um, they did see, say that they saw the man, I can't remember his name, Dan, um, here I can read the story. I just found it. Okay. Okay. So according to the internet. Because the internet doesn't lie. The double homicide, the most violent incident that occurred here, truly left a mark on the place. And in in the most literal way. The story goes that there was a love triangle between a female employee, a co-worker, and a patient. In other versions of the account, it was a nurse and two patients. In both cases, the the woman was caught in in the boiler room with one lover by another. And the other one who caught the two reacted viciously. He stabbed the woman several times, killing her. The man she was with managed to wrestle the knife away from the attacker and ended up stabbing him to death, either in retaliation or self-defense. Blood spatter on the walls has remained there to this day. The caretaker of the building has claimed that he had it forensically tested and the result, definitely human blood. Wow. So, I mean, that's the story from the internet. 
Mm. And then the story of TJ, there's a Doug Richards, which yes, I, that's who it is. I remember Dan. that one. I think he had a room on the second, maybe, I don't know. I remember that name. But the story on here says a man by the name of Doug, Doug Richards is supposedly among the spirits active at this location. All that is really known about him is that he was a heavy equipment mechanic who somehow died there in 73. He roamed the halls and, uh, and one will know it's him by his tall appearance and his white t-shirt and blue uh, jeans outfit. So I remember, I think they said something about a lot of people seeing him down in the, like kind of where the people sign, like the wall. Yes. He's like down, it, there's like a room with a cage in it. Yes. I don't know if that's still there. It is. Um, but they say they see him there a lot. And then across the hallway... Um, it used to be like a bunch of like shelves and stuff. I got really good hellos there whenever I got mm-hmm. EVPs there, and that's right across from where the like the Ghost Adventures and everybody signed. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a couple of hellos there, but then it was like the room with the cage in it. Yeah, that was a weird one, and that's where they said that a lot of people see his apparition there. I um, of course didn't stay up late enough, but the the group did say that they saw a very tall shadow person. So it could have very well been this person. Um, I would I okay. We all know. I don't know if I've ever told y'all this, but I am scared of tall people. Not not like <laughs> six foot two three. Okay, three is hitting it. But anything over six foot five, I'm like no. It just really, and it's nothing personal. I just have a thing. I'm making that face like I just drank or drink. Yeah, that's a that's a. I mean, I'm not judging, but that is a very strange thing to be afraid of a. I know basketball player. Yes, I any anybody who okay, not anybody, but who am I hurting feelings? I don't know. Um, if you're just very tall, everybody I'm sorry. over it's six nothing, five. It's nothing personal. It's just I'm. I have a fear. Are you afraid they're going to swing their arm and knock you out? No. And I don't know where this came from. I don't know where this came from. All of a sudden, I woke up one day and I said, oh, I'm afraid of tall people. Um, I'm scared that they're going to run and get me. Uh, See? Stupid. I know. I don't know. You're not a basketball, though. I mean, that's what six foot five plus people do. They run after basketballs. And what's super weird is, okay, we're going to go on a tangent. I'm not going on a tangent, but I'm just going to say that I do listen to a lot of true crime, and I'm really, really into other true crime podcasts, and one of my, one of my, uh, my favorite, I don't want to say my favorite, but one of the murderers that I like to learn about is Edmund Kemper and he was a very very tall man so mm, mm, I don't know anyway so if I would have seen this gentleman down in the basement I probably would have crapped 100% in my pants and ran to the camper because um, we were we were in an RV um, and not came out. I would have flipped the frick frack out. Um, anyway, so that's that. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, so going back to going back to whenever you said that people um, go ghost hunting a lot in there. Um, so the guy that I don't know who this gentleman was, it was the guy that let us in. Um, 
but he was telling us, kind of giving us the basics. He was very, he wanted to get out of there. I don't know what mm-hmm. happened before we got there, but he was ready to go. He was just giving a really quick rundown of what to do with the key and locking it and blah, 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 blah. And he said, just be careful because some people like to break in. And I was like, oh, great. Right. Throw that in at me so, after you oh, tell me. Girl, <laughs> I was, I was like, okay, so that's cool. So then... So then we're sitting, I can't remember where we were coming from. Maybe we were just in the chapel. I don't know. But we saw the majority of the group running to the front door and they said, they said, somebody's here. There's a bunch of people here. And so Melissa, she's the lead investigator. She went up to the door and it's kind of like a snowy. So you Mm -hmm. can't really see through it. Um, She was like, Who's there? And this guy was like, we want to do a ghost tour. And she was like, no, like this is a private thing. And he was like, well, how much did y'all pay for this? And she said how much, which it's an expensive, it's $500 if you want to go for 12 hours. Mm -hmm. If you have 10 people, that's only 50 bucks. So it's not that bad. Um, And he was like, $500. And it scared me because... A, we weren't expecting anybody else. Mm -hmm. And B, they were just, they were wanting to come in. And they could have very well, I mean, all those broken windows, they could have very well just snuck in. And then that was after the whole thing with TJ with me. And so that really scared me because then I was on edge. And then I was like, well, I mean, what's going to stop them from coming in? Mm -hmm. You know, and we don't know these people. Is this going to be like The Walking Dead and they're just going to take over with their guns and shit? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. And that's the thing with some of these haunted locations, you know. I mean, they're abandoned. They're not well secured. Yeah. I mean, the one in in Gainesville, I would say, has probably been one of the more secure places I've been. The Hill House? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, even so, it's an older home. You know, people can still walk up and, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that. Um, because there's no lights out there at Yorktown. Like, it's basically... It is dark. If if you're there during the day, that's the brightest it's going to be. Yeah. There is no lights. They don't have anything on in there. You know, it is completely... Mm-hmm. I mean, if you got to go to the restroom, you got to drive down the street. Like, it, or, I mean, just go on the Get a bucket. You know. <laughs> um, yeah. Totally, 100%. That was this whole... I really wish that I wouldn't have fallen asleep. But, you know, what happened, and that's that. The best thing I can do is just... Give another 50 and we go again. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I would love to go back. I would love to go back because I feel like... I would like to go the next time you go. Okay. Like, we're going to have to make sure that we plan that. And we then, will. Yeah, for sure. And I want to go again. I mean, I know that I said before, I've been there a couple of times, but, you know, every experience is different. Everyone. You know, mm-hmm. I may not get the same experiences I had before. And plus, it's so nice out there. I really like it. It is. It's very, very nice. Mm-hmm. It's, it's gorgeous. Um, I would say, well, no, we didn't run into too many people. I mean, man, the Dairy Queen was hopping. Well, that's because there and there's only like two restaurants in that town. There was really, I mean. Maybe there, three. Because if you keep, if you're looking out the front of the hospital, uh, straight ahead is it like the Bates Motel is what we kept calling it across the street. Because it's exactly what, I mean, it's like. Stone walls, yes. just Bates Motel, straight up. Well, whenever we pulled up, we were in the RV, so I couldn't really see anything, mm-hmm. but... Well, that's nice y'all had an RV. Oh, girl. 
If y'all, if y'all got an RV, <laughs> just take the gosh dang RV. I took some of my, well, I have only two. So I took my zero gravity chairs because I was fully intending on us sleeping inside of this mm-hmm. hospital. Um, that was a hard no, and I'm kind of happy that I didn't. Like, honestly. Well, my friend Ricky fell asleep. They had, like, one of those old couches, like, right when you walk in. You slept on one of those couches? It was pink. You remember, Did you remember seeing it? Like, it was like a parlor couch. Yeah. Yeah, he slept on that bad boy. Oh, my. He's a boy. He does, you know, yeah, whatever. But, I mean, ooh. Yeah, he passed out on there and then, like, left me by myself for a little bit just Were there. Were you mad? Because I'd have been mad. I wasn't mad, but I wasn't going to go anywhere without anybody. Uh-huh. You know, and then, uh, but, I mean, we had, like, eight people with us. I think yeah. it was seven or eight people. Mm-hmm. So, I could go jump on with somebody else right. and be like, hey, let's go, you know, you know, whatever. So, but, like, having to do all the, do anything by myself, I was like, no. Oh. Because it, y'all, this place is, uh, I don't even know. I want to go back so bad. It's like, it's the size of like a small school, like a small high yeah, school. absolutely. It's it's like a no joke building. No joke building, yes. It's but, it's really, really badass. Um, yeah, if we decide to go, we'll have to go before it gets hot because. Yeah, I've heard it gets miserable that bitch in there. Hot. Oh, well, it's miserable outside, just period, when it's that's hot. True. It, to be in a building yeah. that doesn't breathe, ugh, right? That's disgusting. Yeah, pretty bad. I will say that this place was super dusty. Um, so I will, uh, and also the pictures that I took, my camera is real funky. Not real funky, but the lens that I was using, it was, it's broken, so I have to, like, finagle with it. Mm-hmm. And so, but because it was so dark, my flash wasn't really working. And so what flash I did have, it really didn't get up, give off a whole lot of those fake orb dust, you know, things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was pretty happy with that. Um, so I didn't have any fakes out there. I uploaded all the pictures onto from the camera onto my computer today. Um, and I was kind of going through them. I didn't see, well, I didn't have a whole lot of time to mm-hmm. actually look through them, but, um, they were, it's, they're pretty creepy. I'm going to, I'm going to try yeah, to, it's one of those up. places you can take a picture any time of the day and it looks like it's a stage. Like it looks yeah. straight up like you were on a set and yeah. you're, you're just taking pictures for a movie, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I mean, that's, it's a crazy thing to be at. Yeah. It was pretty surreal to be there in the same place that Ghost Adventures was. I mm-hmm. I love Ghost Adventures. Now it's a little bit finicky, and now well, it's a little bit... It's all for know, entertainment. Like It's I, absolutely for entertainment. Uh, their very, 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 very first... Ep- it wasn't even an episode. It was a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Neil was going to school at the time. We were living in Clear Lake, and I was in our, I was in our apartment by myself complete pitch black James was asleep so I didn't even have him as like my comfort blanket and somehow I watched this movie all by myself mm-hmm. and that scared the shit out of me <laughs> and I don't know I still am like how did I how did I watch that by myself <clears throat> granted their episodes still we mm-hmm. don't have cable but you know if I do watch them they're still a little bit creepy they're mm-hmm. scary but I think now the further and more popular they get it's more for entertainment, which is 
fine. Make your money. Do your thing. If you um, found the niche, then then you found yeah, it. High fives. Good for you. Like I want to. I want to do that. I want to be mm-hmm. the the female Zach Bagans, except he's got big balls and I just don't. <laughs> I just don't. He yells at things. He does. And I also cannot take my shirt off because for some reason they just cannot hashtag free the nip. (laughs) So, you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, I don't like to ghost hunt naked. Same. Just not my thing. Yeah. It was pretty cold in there last night. So. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's really all that I have on Yorktown. um, Yeah. That I can remember yeah so i think our probably our next one will be after grapeland because then we'll be able to you know talk about what we're doing and mm-hmm. all that stuff yeah uh, and we've even kind of discussed maybe like doing a before and after mm-hmm. so we'll get together we'll talk about you know what all we're going to try to do and uh maybe look up some experimental things that we could possibly do while we're in there mm-hmm. and then uh talk about it afterwards do a little podcast and uh talk about afterwards you know immediately so we have you know full-on feedback i would love to do i would love to do it would be super cool if we like did our setup and did an investigation at the same time we probably maybe could. we could pick something up on there well the only bad part about that is is that the building that we're going to be investigating has no power so, oh, shakaroos! Like, you're right. It could it could drain our batteries. Yeah. If, if, like, what if something happens and it drains our batteries? Yeah. We'll be a fool. You're right. You're right. That was a dumb idea, Jamie. God. Was it dumb? <laughs> it was just not completely thought out. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. No ideas are dumb. I'm going to school to be a teacher, y'all. <laughs> They're just not thought out. And I work in retail, so <laughs> you know, completely opposite. Um, okay. Not really, but that's another what? story. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I feel, are we, did you want to add anything? No, to? I think that that's, that was pretty good. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll have more, I guess, about uh, when we get out to Grapeland and we'll do a little record before um, we go out. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we should just do that recording and then send it out live so everybody can hear it and then it's real and then when we come back then we'll do another one okay so like a super small episode right. the first time like, and then the next time it'll getting be up there because we're gonna go check out a cemetery in grapeland that yeah. is supposedly super super duper haunted no you didn't say that part girl why would i take us out to a cemetery it wasn't like well because the one that i was at yesterday wasn't I'm not that. I mean, Girl, it was during the day. Listen, but. listen. We talk on our. Uh, Did you say that? But yes, it was super I, haunted. Hold on. Let me. I'm really bad at reading text because a lot that of the time here, I just read really fast and I miss a lot. Yeah, you sure miss this. Let me get it. Remember that one time that I left my kid at uh, swim practice? Yeah. Because I thought he was going to swim practice and he wasn't. And you didn't even leave him with anything. I didn't. <laughs> he was. He was with. He was with people that he knew. That we see every single day, so it's not well, like he was there by himself. They so him don't judge me. Other okay, parents. so this is the story that I read. It's on uh, TexasEscapes.com. Ooh. And uh, this is about Parker Cemetery in Grapeland, Texas. So this is the one that we want to go visit during the day mm-hmm. before we go hunting. Uh, so, a good ghost story, whether read aloud or spun around a campfire, is always a little better at Halloween. In Texas, the ghost stories get better with age through blending the diverse Texan cultures. 
Tall Tales. Sorry, Jamie. Tall Tales. Maybe 6'5". I don't know how tall Oh, my God. <laughs> and Timeless Stories. Some of the haunted Texas legends are humorous, and some are haunting, while others are terrifying. So, in Grapeland, there is Parker Cemetery. So, the story on this is Parker Cemetery has long since been the most talked about haunted place in Grapeland. The historical cemetery is nestled beneath the pines and the giant cedars in the bend of a deep sandy road where only a few rays of sunshine can peer through the evenings. Man, she got it on them words. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Many hundred-year-old tombstones are scattered about the property. Some of the tombstones are directly next to trees that have been have pushed through the grave sites over the years, while others are broken and lying where they fell. Others are discolored by green fungus attempting to overtake the headstones and plenty of eroding due to the sands of time that beat against them each time the East Texas wind blows. Goodness gracious. Is this this what did- woman is like fantastic Jeez. with her words. I feel like I'm there. Right? Um, let's see. Many of the names on the tombstones can no longer clearly be read. Mother, father, or infant son. So, let's Aww. see. Locals claim to have witnessed strange lights floating ar- about in the cemetery, to have heard piano music coming from a- the church house, and to have had brief encounters at the end that ended with broken windshields. So, that's all we go on during the day. And we ain't going to park like that close, because I, I don't need nobody breaking my windshield. Oh, yeah. um, it is said that a presence can be felt in the cemetery, a presence that does not always welcome curious guests. Oh, shoot. So, this is retaliation to Ashley taking us out to <laughs> take her to another country town. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Witch's Tabernacle. Yes. That was so terrifying. Oh. Y'all, that's a story. Girl, we gotta do a pod. We gotta do an episode on only cemeteries. On that only cemeteries scare us. That would be super good because that witch's tabernacle was bonkers. Yeah, and I don't. I I would not go back at night, ever, 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 ever again. I don't even know that I go back during the day because what we've learned is that people out in the country want to be alone and they don't mind That's kicking why. people out. They don't want to be there. They're out there. Um, let's see. Recent cemetery visitors through skeptic, those skeptic at first reported strange lights. Okay. I said that already. And, uh, let's see. Maybe 50 yards with the flashlight, which ultimately frightened them. Let's see. At second glance, curious visitors realized the lights were too large to be coming from a flashlight. So there's strange lights out there. Um, let's see. Here's another one. Others claim that Hattie Parker... A woman supposedly buried in the cemetery, perhaps that's what the cemetery is named after, haunts the cemetery. Some say Hattie is prone to lose her patience with visitors Mm -hmm. and not only sends out an unwelcoming vibe that can raise goosebumps, but has at times become enraged and made her presence known. In the early 80s, a group of teens went into the cemetery to collect some friends per their parents' request. Friends? Yeah, I thought that was weird. I don't know. That's what it says. I read it, too, and I was like, why are your friends at the cemetery? Psychos. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, The group joked around momentarily, poking fun at anyone who was afraid of the cemetery legend or Hattie, for that matter. The group piled back into the vehicle, heading home shortly after they realized their friends were not at the cemetery. I don't know what that means. The driver (laughs) shifted the truck into gear and began to pull away. Suddenly, they heard a loud noise. The sound of cracking glass was loud. But there was no sound of impact on the glass. The, the back glass had shattered. Oh, my. So, we'll check it out. But, like, we'll be careful. Oh, yeah. We'll be respectful. So, 
Definitely. Mm. But okay. um, Dana Goolsby was the uh, reporter for this of the Grapeland Messenger. Mm-hmm. And this was in October, it looks like, of 2010 when this was. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, beautiful writer. Yeah. She, she's, she found her spot. That was wow. her image. And, uh, but we'll be taking pictures. There's other cemeteries out there. So, you know, we'll, we'll have some daytime, uh, driving around, checking things out. Yeah. That's going to be exciting. So, that's next weekend. Yes. I'm so excited. I can't oh, believe it's wow. already this next weekend. Dude. I have homework. I got to get done. Um. So I, I can be free. <laughs> I'm taking, well, I'm taking that weekend essentially i guess just a sunday though and then into the next week for spring break i'm taking all that off so they're gonna be like jamie why are you taking off this weekend and i'll be like they're ghost hunting i'm going ghost hunting and they're gonna be like again mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i would uh, laugh on the edge y'all right it's like those shirts that you read where it's like softball is life and the rest is details you knew that ghost hunting is life and the rest are just details oh i love it can we get that made for us that means probably they might be somebody made mm-hmm. maybe find it on amazon probably <laughs> so okay y'all well we have reached the end of this road yeah. so jamie needs a nap i y'all i am exhausted <laughs> and she's good at taking naps oh <laughs> I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I fell asleep at. I'm ghost hunting. I fell asleep at twelve thirty. Who? What kind of ghost? I like that my stat my my uh, sculpture is like looking at you like. Uh, how, how are you gonna be falling asleep, y'all? I'm Which about is to take funny. a selfie of this because uh, that, that is really creepy. I well, turned around and there she was. You know, it's funny because she's a nightmare. Like that's the manifestation of a nightmare that I had. Honestly, that's how I came up with that part of it. She really does look like she's like, bitch. Mm. Bitch, you fell asleep. <laughs> mm. You didn't tell me. I'd have been there. <laughs> oh, no, my timer's on. Okay, well, we're just... <laughs> I oh, forgot Lord. that I had the timer on. Okay, come on. Four, three, two... Okay, you guys. We're done. Uh, we will see y'all next time. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.